Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Grumpy Old Broadcasters. I am your host, Dan Scott. I am the only one of the Grumpy Guys here today because of the uniqueness of the episode that we're about ready to bring you, which I'll explain in just a moment. But uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who has uh, downloaded and shared our first two episodes, the short pilot episode, last week's first major episode, uh, episode one. Uh, here in episode two, in a moment, we're going to be joined by Pedro Gomez of ESPN, the baseball uh, reporter for ESPN. And we're going to be talking about some breaking news that has just happened today as we are recording this podcast. In fact, we had done that interview for your time purposes about uh, wrapped it up about 15 or 20 minutes ago from when I'm speaking now. I've had to go back and re-edit the beginning of this because there is even more breaking news. Uh, and this is as up to the minute as you can get on a podcast. I'm, I'm recording this uh, right now. It's 4.35 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, March the 12th. This episode will be dropped here inside the next hour. Just as I got ready to put the finishing touches on this podcast, breaking news from the NCAA, they have announced the cancellation of the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournament, and they say the rest of winter and spring sports, which would seem to indicate that all of college baseball has been canceled for the rest of 2020 as well. But at the very least, we know there will now be no NCAA basketball tournament, men or women, for 2020 as this uh, unprecedented uh, shutdown of the entire world of sports continues on what has been a crazy day and a just an insane last 24 to 48 hours in the sports world. This podcast is brought to you by my friends at Todaro Pizza. I want to make sure I get them in up front. If you are familiar with the upstate of South Carolina, you know they have two locations in Greenville, just down the street from uh, the Greenville Drive's Stadium, Floor Field, where the Class A affiliate of the Boston Red Sox plays. 116 North Markley is the address. They're also on Sloan Street in downtown Clemson, just off of Clemson University's campus. Fantastic pizza, even better people. The Todaro brothers are just outstanding. If you are not from the upstate of Greenville, South Carolina, and you're coming into this area, put Todaro Pizza on your must-visit list for restaurants. TodaroPizza.com is the website. and want to thank John for jumping on board and helping us get this podcast rolling and off the ground. The other thing that I want to mention here at the beginning, I said I was going to do at the end of last week's episode, I forgot, is if you want to email us, right now the best way to do it is uh, through my radio show email, thedanscottshow at gmail.com, thedanscottshow at gmail.com. And of course, if you're uh, getting the podcast via iTunes or uh, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, which is the host, any of those places then you can leave comments there. We love the interaction. We want to hear what you think about this podcast, and we want to uh, have you also share it and help us spread the word and grow grumpy old broadcasters. Because we are. We're grumpy, and we got a lot of things we want to share. Remember, we don't tell it like it is. We tell it like it should be, at least when the three or four of us get together. 
Right now, though, today, it's an entirely different kind of broadcast or podcast, I should say, and something that we're going to do from time to time on Grumpy Old Broadcasters, and that is bring you extended interviews where we get a chance to go uh, long form and in-depth with guests. And uh, today's guest, as mentioned, is Pedro Gomez from ESPN. Um, just to let you know where we are right now, we are recording this interview uh, on Thursday, March the 12th, just after 4 p.m. Eastern time. So about as timely as a podcast can get for the subject that we're going to be spending a lot of time on with Pedro here in a moment. But Pedro, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Good to talk to you again, my friend. Oh, always great to catch up, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Um, you and I were just talking a moment ago uh, as we are operating in, in real time uh, on everything right now. The, uh, the the last 24 hours have probably been the most bizarre in the sports world that I can ever imagine, I can ever remember. You know, Dan, uh, I was trying to think of something that would even come remotely close in terms of relating to sports, and the only thing that even comes close is 9-11. And you remember that the NFL canceled games that Sunday after 9-11. MLB stopped playing games for a full week. Um, but again, that, that's a little different in the sense of that was more of a shock to the system, so to speak, because of the events of 9-11, as opposed to this, which has been, uh, you know, globally. It's, it's a global issue that has shut down sports leagues all over the planet. So this one, it, again, it's the only thing I can think of in my lifetime or period that has come close to something like what we're seeing right now. Uh, just uh, shortly before we began recording this interview, Major League Baseball announced that it was shutting down spring training effective at 4 p.m. on this Thursday, March the 12th, and the regular season was going to be pushed back at least two weeks. And and, and you have to uh, emphasize the, that phrase, at least, because right now we just simply don't know, do we? There's, there's a lot more unknown out there than there are known factors. We are completely dealing in the unknown. And, um, you know, you, you see it all around. It's not just sports leagues. I mean, you see governors – uh, like Gavin Newsom in California saying no gatherings of more than 250 people. Um, so the, there are there are issues that are, are enveloping our entire society right now. Forget the sports world that is affecting everything. I mean, you, Dan, I, I don't I don't think you go outside now to say the grocery store, or whatever, and not just be more fearful or careful of everything you're doing and um it is it is a definitely a bizarre bizarre time that we are going through right now in terms of it's never been seen before really not to this level and you know when you see the nba and nhl completely suspend their seasons with so little time left in their regular season before the playoffs which is you know which that's the apex of those seasons like it is every sports league um the ncaa doing the same thing uh I'd, I'd be shocked if march madness goes on it's really interesting to to sit back and 
and watch as all of these things develop because the situation, Pedro, as you know, has been so fluid. I mean, just here locally, the Atlantic Coast Conference went from we're going to do business as usual two days ago to yesterday saying we're going to continue the tournament uh, with, with no fans in the arenas to 10.30 this morning while Florida State and Clemson were on the floor getting ready to start warm-ups prior to their game today. Uh, John Swafford, the commissioner, comes out and grabs a microphone and announces that they're shutting the thing down. Florida State will be the representative in the NCAA tournament if there is one. I mean, you just can't write a script like this. No, it's it's straight out of a movie. It does remind me, there was a movie, I think, in the late 1990s, maybe the early part of the century, called Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. And that's what's coming, kind of coming back into my mind right now about how you know something can start out very small – but all of a sudden it can just, and you know, take over the world almost. And because this is a new virus, there is no immune system built up by our bodies. There's no antidote for this. And that's, that's, you know, what's taking place. And like what you said a little earlier, Dan, that major league baseball said at least for two weeks and the keyword there, keywords being at least it wouldn't shock me at all. If, if that was pushed back and, and we don't know, I mean, we just don't know, what we're dealing with here and when you're dealing with something that that is potentially so hazardous to so many millions of people maybe even hundreds of millions when you stop and think about it at least that's what some doctors are saying um that's that's where you you can't mess around and you've got to as as much as we love our sports and everything it's not the most vital piece of the puzzle and and that's actually where i was going to go next normally it's a a tragedy, and, and I don't know that we can put this in that category yet. There have been some deaths here in this country, thankfully just a little more than a handful, and we pray that doesn't get any better. But normally it's a tragedy that says, or, or we step back and say, well, we gain a little bit of perspective here that there are more things in life more important than sports, uh, and, and this kind of falls into that category. No doubt, no doubt. Um, and you're right. I mean, it's just a few dozen people so far in the U.S. who have been confirmed to have passed away because of this virus. But again, when you hear leading scientists who really, you know, have dedicated their entire life to this type, this arena, so to speak, and they are uncertain and they are pointing at figures that could be, you know, widespread. Well, that should cause everyone to take pause and yet, Dan, unfortunately, you see it on social media where people are like, this is hysteria. This is just mass hysteria. This is media hysteria. Well, no, I don't, I don't know that that's true. I don't look. The media is not stopping these leagues and institutions like the NCAA from stopping their games. That's not the media's doing. This is a serious almost epidemic at this point. It's a pandemic. We know that because it's already been referred to that way. And when they are talking to scientists who know what they're talking about, these are the suggestions being made by those people. Our guest on episode two of Grumpy Old Broadcasters is ESPN baseball reporter Pedro Gomez. Uh, Pedro, with your contacts and people I know you've been talking to uh, inside the game, can you just take us through maybe the last 24, 36 hours and, and, and what that's been like and how the conversations got to where we ended up today with the cancellation of the rest of spring training? 
it, it's been an ongoing conversation, at least in terms of Major League Baseball. That's that's where I'm more familiar with than the other leagues. Um, but I can tell you that there's been a lot of back and forth between Major League Baseball and the Players Association. Um, and they're the ones that have come to this resolution that this something needs to be done and we need to stop hit the breaks and see where we are in a few weeks. And that's why the rest of spring training is out and the first two weeks of the regular season. Hopefully in a month we will know more, but there is no guarantee of that. There's absolutely no way to know where we're going to be in a month. So um, it's it's been a lot of confusion. I've, I've been in touch with a few players who have said, what are we doing out on the fields in these clubhouses right now? I have little kids I have to go back to. I don't want to come across somebody that infects me accidentally, and now all of a sudden my family is at risk. So, uh, you know, it, it's the same for me. I don't want – myself to be infected and, and come home and, you know, give it to my wife. Just like, I'm sure you wouldn't want that Dan as well, or, or my kids. Um, my kids are grown up, but still it's, it's just one of those things where, because we don't know it's, it's important to maybe err on the side of caution. And it seemed as if major league baseball was like just about every other sport collegiate uh, or, or professional that they were, kind of treading lightly. They, they were making some decisions, but not ready to fully commit. And then we had the two Utah Jazz players test positive for the coronavirus, and, and then that's when everything accelerated. Correct. Um, I mean, things were already accelerating, but that certainly uh, kind of just floored it, so to speak. And, um, you know, now you've got to go back and say, okay, who did the Jazz play in their previous game. Now, do all those players have to be tested? Do the referees, do the score people at the front table, do the attendants who work those uh, locker rooms and who have they come in contact with? And that's why I think we're getting to this point where all the leagues, we've gotten to this point where the leagues have said, that's it. We got to just shut down. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully nothing else, but I mean, like I said, and you, you've said it as well, Dan, there's just no way to know. Pedro, this was as tumultuous an offseason for Major League Baseball than, than I can remember in, in a year that, that did not include the possibility of a strike or a lockout looming uh, with everything that was going on with the Astros and, and Rob Manfred's response to the Astros and, and, and some of the things that are going back and forth between the players and the owners again. And, and now this on top of it, just when we were getting – uh, that those headlines away and getting some games on the field in spring training again, uh, and now we have this. Uh, what, what's been your take on the off season that we just came through, even prior to all of this with the coronavirus? Well, it's like you said. I mean, it was a crazy off season because of the sign stealing scandal. Um, but again, those are man made, self inflicted type of wounds. You know, the the coronavirus we have no control of right. it's, it's, it's an epidemic, so to speak. Um, so, but it, it, it was a crazy off season. It will remain that way. I'm not sure that just because games resume at some point that there's going to be a, a faction of fans who say, okay, well, let's forget about what the Astros did. I think, I think that is still going to be a case, but I don't think it's going to be as severe a reaction toward the Astros as if nothing had happened here. So, um, it's just one of those – look, it's just timing. Uh, the NBA and NHL may certainly lose their postseasons 
uh, baseball because it has not started yet, you could get away with a 144-game season. Even a, even if the season were to start at the All-Star break, that still wouldn't be the end of the world as long as you can have some sort of a season. The NFL did that back in the 80s after a work stoppage where they only had a nine-game season rather than 16. So it can be done. Baseball still has time on its side, so to speak, unless things really escalate and become far worse. Let's put the the coronavirus aside just for a moment. What was your um, take, or what is your opinion, I guess would be the better way to ask it, on the way Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, handled the sign-stealing thing with the Astros? Well, you know what, I... I think I'll, I'll share what players and, and uh, certainly front office people have told me that they thought it, it could have been handled better. That uh, especially after we saw the – this is what their words were. Especially after they saw how the Astros basically showed no remorse and no contrition initially over everything. Almost as though they were acting like victims. And that really, really upset a big faction of players and front office people who up until that point said, now nah, maybe we should not strip the Astros of that title. But after that, they said, no, they should have it stripped and there should be players that are, are, are suspended. But of course, you know, immunity was granted by major league baseball to anyone who testified. And so you can't then change the rules and say, okay, now we're going to suspend you anyway. But um, the, the reaction to this, point to even to the to this day remains that uh they they don't believe manfred went far enough i I think that's probably a universal uh reaction uh as well but as you say especially in in these days of collective bargaining if if rob manfred promises immunity and then goes back on his word i mean that's a huge blow up between the owner's and the players, and there, there would be zero trust between the two, maybe ever again. Correct. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, you watching the Law and Orders. When the district attorney makes a deal, it's a deal regardless, and uh, that's that's just the way life is. So they, you know, Major League Baseball made that deal and decided we will offer immunity as long as we get to the bottom of everything, and they were they were more interested in that than anything else. Pedro, I know you're as much a fan of the game as you are a guy who makes his living reporting on the game. Are you happy with the state of baseball right now? Look, the game, the game, the last few years, not not just right this moment. Um, I, I don't think it's the same game that I grew up with. It's not the game that that, that it, the game isn't being played the way it was designed to be played. When you've got four or five fielders on one side of the the bag, second base bag and only one or two on the other. That's not the way the game was designed to be played. So I, I've, I've got more issues with things like that uh, than anything. And that, again, that goes back years, not just right in the moment. Right. And uh, I, I just think the game is such a beautiful game. I wish we would get back to the beauty of what the game truly is because it is a, the perfect game. I mean, 90 feet is the perfect distance. Uh, you know, a fielder has to cleanly come up with the ball, throw perfectly. First baseman has to catch it. And if any of those little things go wrong, the runner in all likelihood is going to be safe. So it's just a beautiful game. And I wish it was played the way it was, you know, 
say, 10, 15 years ago. So, so what do you do with yourself now? <laughs> Good question. I'm, I'm a waiting word as well as you uh, in terms of what do we do now? Um, yeah, if there's not going to be any sports going on, it's, it's going to make, uh, it's going to make for an interesting time at ESPN as well. Yeah, they may have to go back to showing uh, badminton and uh, Australian rules <laughs> football. Australian yeah. football, exactly. Hey, that's how I became a fan of that game when when I was growing up uh, in, in high school in the eighties, <laughs> early eighties when ESPN finally came did. along. I, I actually yeah. got to understand <laughs> Australian rules football. So you know, man, just just you know, toss that out as a programming uh, you know programming <laughs> suggestion to your friends there at ESPN. Um, certainly well, that's how you know you and I are grumpy old men because we remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and what, what's the old saying? Yeah, two white guys boxing. I think maybe that was the other thing that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that kind of fell into that category. Um, all right, so as, as we get back and, and get ready to wrap up, and, and again, we really appreciate your time with, with, with everything that, that we've, we've tried to – tried to comprehend that's happened as i said today do, do you get any idea when when major league baseball is is going to tell the players hey th- this is this is what's going to happen as far as we want you to stay here and practice or you can go home and this is when we're going to come back so you can stay in shape or is it just too early well no what i've heard is they'd like the players to stick around for a little bit is that way <coughs> excuse excuse me dan that way you can, uh, you know, kind of control where they are and what's going on around them. But, of course, if a player says, look, I'm going to go home to my family, I don't think there's anybody that can deny that player that right. But uh, I, my understanding is they'd like the players to stick around. But that doesn't mean that that is what will happen. As we say, it, it remains a very fluid situation and an unpre- almost unprecedented situation right now. It's just Correct. just crazy. Yeah. Pedro, listen, thank you again so much for spending some time with us here on the uh, on the new podcast. I, I hope that uh, soon you'll be able to earn your paycheck, uh, uh, <laughs> like everybody else, right? <laughs> yeah, all, and it's not just me. There's so many people affected in all walks of life, not, not even just related to sports, who are, are in a precarious situation suddenly. Yeah, all of a sudden. Thank you, Pedro. We appreciate your time. All right, Dan. And that was Pedro Gomez from ESPN, their very, very fine baseball uh, reporter. And I got a chance to know Pedro uh, going back to uh, as uh, early as the end of the 2018 minor league baseball season and and then again met him in person uh, last year, 2019, when his son Rio was pitching for the Greenville Drive, which is the Boston Red Sox a Class A affiliate, low Class A affiliate here in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, I do those broadcasts along with Tom Van Hoy, so we got a chance to know Pedro. Really, really appreciate him giving us some time. And again, from a, a podcast standpoint, this is about as up to the minute as you can get with what's been going on as far as Major League Baseball is concerned and the reaction uh, to all of the uh, news going on and, and the uh, pandemic as it's been officially termed, uh, that is the coronavirus. Uh, again, uh, just uh, shortly before 4.30 p.m. Eastern time is where we are right now as we're recording this on Thursday, March the 12th. And uh, just about an hour ago, Major League Baseball announced that it was shutting down spring training, uh, effective at 4 p.m. on this day. 
and delaying the start of the season for at least two weeks. So thought we would get uh, Pedro on, give you a little bit of insight from a guy who covers Major League Baseball, touched on a couple of other subjects as well, but wanted to really focus on the news of the moment uh, as sports all across this country are shutting down, suspending play because of the outbreak of this coronavirus. That is going to take care of a, a very short episode of Grumpy Old Broadcasters. This has been episode two. Again, I'll tell you that if you would like to drop a line via email, you can do so, thedanscottshow at gmail.com, thedanscottshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll respond to each and every one of them. Or uh, wherever you pick up the podcast, if it is via uh, iTunes, if it is on Google, if it is uh, Spotify, wherever, Podbean, which is the host, leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Get your thoughts on this brand-new podcast. Share it. Help us grow. And we'll talk to you again next week. We expect to have the full band back together next week for the next episode of this podcast. Grumpy Old Broadcasters is our name. And until next time, I'm Dan Scott saying God bless you. So long, everybody.